Madcap Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in with your girl DJ Pressure right here on Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And as y'all can see, I have my special, special guest, Miss Westlove. How are you? Yo, yo, yo. It's your girl <laughs> Westlove, the party starter. And I'm honored to be on this podcast today, y'all. <laughs> Listen, we love you. And party starter, um, would that be queen of party starting? Because we got the kings, <laughs> the kings of P2K and the king of dancing we know is um, uh, Cupid. So you're the queen of party starting. I'm the princess of Southern Soul. They okay. call me the party starter. Oh, okay, princess of Southern Soul. Let's get it right, right here on Mad Cow Podcast, y'all. So a lot of people don't know, but your name of, your real name is Khaleesi Davis, and your marriage so is Davis West, correct? Right, it's Kelsey Davis. Kelsey, Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have two kids, Jabari and Kingston. And what ages are they? Ooh, girl, 15 and three. Okay, well, <laughs> that's a big, big age difference. I know if you did anything like I did when I had my last one, I cried. <laughs> Them COVID babies something different, honey. Yes. <laughs> so one thing I do want to say is that I've um, noticed, you know, along with your career, you have such a beautiful, beautiful support system and marriage. And I just want to, you know, give a shout out to you guys for being a role model, an example of how a relationship should be. I mean, you guys shine. I can see every stage performance, videos, and I love it. Now, you are Sagittarius, too, born December 1st. We was actually born in the same year. I was born in 87 as well. What? <laughs> yes, I'm turning 36 June 8th. <laughs> what month you was born in? June. Yeah, June, June. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. Yeah, so we the same age, girl. So um, one thing about Sagittarius is you guys value independence and ability to do what you want to do. Now, tell me how does that affect your career? Because I'm pretty sure you like, I ain't having it. <laughs> um, I'm really so down to earth and try not to stress as much as I cannot stress. Mm -hmm. uh, but I like to do what I want to do, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Well, you're a Sagittarius to the heart, honey. And it also states that you guys are risk takers, adventurous, and you're very sharp when it comes to business. Um, how would you say that stands out according to how you handle your career? Um, how I handle my career? Uh, I am very adventurous. I like to go. If we're going to go out of town somewhere, I don't just like to go for one day and just come on back if we ain't got nothing going on. I like to sit down and relax and 
Just try some different stuff out here. My husband got me trying new food because I was straight to what I eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know I was like that too because um, one thing I was scared to try was sushi. So uh, I love sushi now. But you gotta mm -hmm. have the cook sushi. Yeah, the cook sushi. The cook sushi is fried shrimp. So you gotta try that. So. <laughs> baby, I think mm -mm. I got a weak tongue, baby. I can't handle that. Well, it's just fried shrimp wrapped up in rice. So I think <laughs> you'll get used to it once you try it. So you have two siblings, both both sisters, right? Right. Okay. So where do you fall in the line of your two sisters? I'm the baby. Oh, that's why you so spoiled. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you guys actually grew up with a military background and very strong church background because of your parents, who is Charles and Vivian Davis. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how that helped you as a woman coming up. Um, we stayed in church. My dad was a chairman deacon. So, you know, my mama was a deaconess. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we stayed in church. My And we they are always instilled in us about God and, you know, all that good stuff. And they worked very hard. Yeah. Um, my mama was an RN nurse. And my dad started his own business um, helping people get disability. So we actually seen the entrepreneur side and the working side of you know what I'm saying, of, of both of our parents. So the drive was kind of for what you want. You want to be an entrepreneur, your own business, or you want to use what you done went to school for to, you know what I'm saying, to be a nurse or a doctor or something like that, you know? Right. You know what you want to do. So that's how it affected me because without prayer, I ain't got nothing. Without God, I ain't nothing. And without knowing how to work hard <laughs> to get what you need and you want, Mm -hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here today. So they were a major impact. Well, speaking of working hard, you got this song, Work It, that has been number one on the blues charts. And I'm going to let y'all get a little taste of that real fast. Yes. Now, I don't know if y'all know, but West Love and the 478 band, we like to party.
All right, all right, y'all. Y'all know I had to play at least a good two minutes of that song because that right there, honey, you're going to want to jump, chop, chop, and lean. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing about you, girl, you always have that hair and that makeup on point. When you... <laughs> so you are very, very beautiful in person. We listen. So let's talk about when you well when the world found out well your daycare owner found out that you were a singer uh three years old now miss mary discovered an angel in your voice <laughs> definitely did yes and so she decided to train you and you were singing the song people get ready now i remember that song in church <laughs> So at three years old, you were inspiring adults with this song and, and touching so many hearts. How did you feel about, you know, coming into knowing uh, so young that you you had this voice, this gift? Um, you know, I really didn't notice it, uh -huh. to be honest. I didn't notice it probably until the first time when I turned about 18. That's when I really started noticing, like, oh, I had been in church all my life. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was I was made to go. So I saw yeah. the choir. My mama was the choir director. So, of course, you know, we had to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and see, I know for a fact back, you know, back then, whether you could sing or not, long as my baby's singing. <laughs> That's all that matters. Whole yeah, choir yeah. for the people. All those things we could sing at this point. Yeah. Well, you have, like I said, you have such a, a great support system that your family embraced your talent. They had you singing in the church choir. You were singing uh, solo at neighborhood churches, community gatherings, talent shows, school, and in other social affairs. So um, 18, you know, it's kind of like when your light came on, like, hey, this is what I wanted to do, right? Right. And so being that you decided that, what steps did you automatically take to kind of tap into, you know, your singing career? Um, I started doing, uh, what they call <laughs> went blank. Uh, <laughs> okay. I started doing, um, yeah, I started working with this band in Van mm -hmm. Austin. Um, because I had did um, a lot of competitions and I didn't make it, so I kind of got real discouraged. Mm -hmm. I got discouraged too. I didn't really want to sing anymore like that, and my dad saw that. And uh, one of the, one of his friends that went to the church had told him that they were starting up this uh, this band, mm -hmm. and he wanted me to come check it out to see if I wanted to be a part of it. So my daddy came home. And, you know, I grew up in the church, so it was certain music like they wasn't okay with you singing. So for him to come to the house and say they got a band, let me go <laughs> check it out. So I went okay. and I checked it out, and I loved it. From then on, like we did blues, R and B, uh, country, we did it all. Yeah. You know, that's what really started it out. Like once I started doing shows at the winery, we got uh head top people from banks coming in, you know. Mm -hmm. 
it was crazy. You know, I was wondering, um, have you ever considered like starting your own like nonprofit program since you like to uh, help encourage people? Um, not, no, I haven't. Uh, actually, me and Stan are doing something now. I don't know how we're going to set it up, but we have started now where we feed the homeless. So we've got, that's what we have coming up now Sunday. This Sunday, we're actually feeding the homeless. This is our second time doing it. We had a great turnout the first time. What location is it going to be at? Macon, Georgia, at the park there. Okay. But I okay. got flyers for it. The reason why I ask is because even here, I'm in Mississippi, uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And so I like to do a lot of events where I feed the homeless here as well. Uh, it's, it's been a time where I actually uh, cooked the whole entire thing and had some people help me with a few items because we got to help each other. But right. I just thought I asked. And so let's talk about your singles. Um, your first single, Keep Pushing. And I'm going to let you guys get a little taste of that as well because this song right here, <laughs> this song right here, if you're not listening to this, at least on Sundays, something wrong with you. <laughs> Shake it, the feeling, meet me at the trail ride and cowgirl ride. Now, which one is your favorite? I like all of them. You know, you like all of them because you like. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, but for real, my favorite one probably would be 
on my gospel album it would have to be reach mm-hmm. uh, keep pushing that's my baby so that's that's that ain't even in that category that's my baby there. i can understand uh, but reach would be my top one in the gospel over on this other one Ooh, I don't know. My favorite one probably would be work it right now because it's working, baby. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I definitely think that one's going to take you some places right there. So um, what would be um, your most favorite experience with the 478 band? Um, it would have to, I got two Okay, At least two. Give me two. One of them would probably be the first time we went to Dothan for Tri-State. Mm-hmm. And the one that was probably the furthest that was the best would be Detroit at the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. Okay, I know that was bomb. Yeah. So you got to at least tell us why it was your favorite. Um, First time I did Tri-State, it was so many people out there like I had never mm-hmm. performed in front of that many people. Maybe you know, a couple hundred, but that was like my first big, 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 oh my God, it's, you can't see yeah. nobody. Um, and that was a, a big experience for all of us. You know, that was our first time ever going and we've been going back since. Uh, now Detroit, I had never been to Detroit. Uh-huh. I went and did a singing competition in Detroit and that was it, but not working, honey, oh my. That was a good one because that was our first time ever being there too. And we rocked that stage, you hear me? You know, uh, have you noticed any uh, like new growth in yourself um, that really stands out being in your singer career? Oh yeah. Um, definitely I would say that, you know, you can't lash back out of stuff. You gotta know how to, as my pastor used to say, take a leak and keep on ticking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that would be definitely one of my most, cause every now and then I, everybody's human. But in this business, you gotta watch what you do, what you say and how you do it. Right. This is how you eat, so. So knowing that you have a strong church background, um, I'm pretty sure watching your life grow has definitely brought you closer to God. Um, and I know that's a beautiful, beautiful experience. Can you tell us a little bit about just how much you feel like you've grown with your spiritual relationship? Um, oh, yeah. Before I even started getting where I am now, I went through a deep depression. And God woke me up. At, it was actually in the daytime, but my clock somehow got reset and it got on 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And my clock said that it was 10, 10 p.m. And so keep pushing this. That's why I say that is my baby because I went through that, you know, the mm-hmm. depression and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, I started praying. Just because you go to church every Sunday don't mean you know how to pray. Yeah. Just because you go to church every Sunday don't mean you got relationship. Right. Prayer is our relationship. Yes, ma'am. So my relationship from then on <laughs> took me to a whole nother place with prayer because I started praying every night at 10 10 every night at yes. 10 10 p.m oh wow so you if people want to join 10, in p.m you gonna pray so even to this day 10 10 p.m 10 10 p.m 
So if anybody want to join in prayer with, with West Love, you get on your knees at 10, 10 p.m. Because God said when two or more join, he is there. In the midst. Yeah. <laughs> so being that you performed at nightclubs, weddings, festivals, uh, all kind of shows, even um, opened up for Billboard singers like Nelson Curry, uh, Barkay's. I think I'm saying that right, Barcase, because I've never heard of Barcase. What? Yes. <laughs> Girl, that's, they good. They put okay. on a show show. Okay. Uh, and then it was also Slave, and you got Tucker, uh, you got Pokey Bear, then you got Pat Cooley, and Bobby Rush. Now, Bobby Rush, now, I can relate to him. <laughs> <laughs> You know somebody. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but um, being that you performed in Alabama, um, Alexandra City um, at their park, you know, how was that experience? Um, It was great. Yeah. It was, it's always amazing to see people get into the music. And I like to see people just have fun and, you know. Sometimes you be working all the time and you be so tight and look tight just to see the people relax and yeah. on each other and being around family. This I love it. So when I see them up dancing with each other, it's it's always a great experience for me. But that was definitely a good one. Have you ever joined into the crowd and you know just you know like maybe if you was on a large stage, got into the crowd and just kind of help help them out with the dance? Uh, oh yeah, we do that all the time on Shake It Baby. Yeah. Shake Baby is one of our songs that we go out in the crowd and we bring them up on stage and have a little short dance contest and honey, they show up. Yes. So what are some things that really kind of um, will help people understand some do not do when it comes to Wiz Love? Don't do, you know, you don't like anyone to bring bad energy or uh, it's like even before when we was talking about the interview, you know, we didn't want to talk about anything negative or so you are a very positive person, right. may I say. Um, sure. And so you only like to be around people with with that type of energy or you would just, you know, move around. <laughs> and she very straight to the point, y'all. She do. I can tell she don't play. <laughs> So I, I, I'm too down to earth to be around somebody that's just too much. I just can't deal. I'm not the bad energy. Okay. So if a fan wanted to stand out to you, what can they do to kind of get your attention? You know, I'm, I don't know because my fans will tell you, if I, even on large shows, I try to go out there in the audience. I go out there. And, I mean, after I'm done performing. You know what I'm mm -hmm. Like, ain't too many artists doing that. I go out in the crowd. We giving out shirts. Yeah. So I mean, you just gotta walk up to me, and we take yeah. a picture, do whatever. But I do have fans that, you know, they might bring me gifts and stuff, baskets, or little goodies and stuff. I like, like I like pink Starburst. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. They might bring me a whole thing of it. You know, thank you. Yeah. Of course, you know, I like the red boots, so they send him red boots. But. So, do you have, um, if, if fans ever wanted to send you things, do you have, like, a certain location they have to send it to? Or, like, if they wanted to donate to to you or anything, how can they do that? Um, I got a P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box 6245, Warner Robins, Georgia, 
3-1-0-9-5. Well, you guys, I just want y'all to know as well, if you plan on booking West Love, you can call 478-233-4283. You guys can also email dwilliams891 at gmail.com, which they are pretty good with communicating back if you're legit. We ain't got time for no games. <laughs> But um, I do definitely want to tell you, thank you so much. Um, you are or being a celebrity, especially in the black community in the South, to us, you are the bomb.com. So um, if there's anything we can do to support, what would you ask people to do? You know, if it's downloading the music, um, what platforms can they go to? I'm pretty sure you're on all platforms, but just to kind of educate people if you go into google and type in the search bar west love one word everything will pop up all my social media all my music uh everything whatever you show dates it'll pop up all up under there on that google if they type in uh west love on google one word everything will pop up how they can see me on our social media outlets, every page I got on those outlets, they can do it. Okay. Wait, would you like to leave us with any advice or positive tip before you leave for today? Um, yeah. Just because life throws lemons doesn't mean that you can't find something sweet to make it lemonade hey you better find some sugar okay <laughs> find you something to make you smile well you um, your arms your eyes and your feet yes yes well yeah. as y'all can see she is very down to earth mm -hmm. and like she said if you want to see her when you're at any of her events just walk up but do know her husband do not play well, thank y'all so much for joining Felicia's Madcap Podcast. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys, it's your girl, DJ Pressure, with Felicia's Madcap Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind. Uh-oh, that is definitely not it. Hey guys, it's your girl DJ Pressure with Felicia's Mad Cow Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Mad Cow Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Mad Cow Podcast's vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com.